also, I just wanted to, to again highlight that this is our last installment of Strengthening Home. And so thank you for all those people that have given and contributed financially towards our Strengthening Home offering. We look forward to announcing next Sunday the final figure that has been given towards that to be able to really reduce our, the debt on our mortgage and on our, on our church building. And so I'm really excited to be able to announce that next Sunday. But if you still want to contribute, you can over the next few days. I want to encourage you to do so. And, and I want to thank everybody for your incredible generosity towards our Strengthening Home offering. Well, we've been talking throughout this Strengthening Home month about hearing the voice of God. We've been talking about faith. We've been talking about family, the importance of family and strengthening our home when it comes to our family. We've been talking about our finances and how our finances can play a big part of our health and happiness and the way that we view our finances from a a godly perspective. And so we've been talking about that. And today I want to talk about friendship. I want to talk about the power of friendship. In fact, you know what it says when we look at statistics and when we look at um, the Bible, there are so many things that are spoken about friendships. So many things that the Bible talks about the importance of godly friends. And you know, when we think about statistics, it actually says that 45% of a person's happiness is made up by the friendships they have and what those friendships bring value into their life. And so friendship is really important. If you don't have good friends and good people that are around you, even through a time like this when we're in lockdown, it can be a really lonely, daunting time. Life is challenging enough, let alone trying to take it on without good friends. And so I think sometimes we underestimate the importance of good friendships. You think about the 12 disciples and Jesus uh, raising up those disciples together. They weren't just doing great things for God, they were great friends doing great things for God. And I think the importance of community and doing life together and understanding that really life is a, is a group project. It's not an individual assignment and we've all experienced doing a group project at school or university or, or even in our workplaces where we have to work together to do things. Well, life is like that. We aren't just given individual assignments, we are given group assignments. And the collective strength of the church of Jesus Christ, just gathering together, connecting together, and being able to contribute to one another and help. I think about the stream that's taking place right now. There is a whole bunch of people behind cameras right now. There are people on sound desks. There are people that have been leading worship this morning. There are people that are putting the words up onto the screen. There's people that have come in to make coffees for the team. There's a whole bunch of different elements that come through to make something like church online happen, let alone church in person, the amount of teams, let alone church on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and make things function and help connect and bring influence into our community. And that just doesn't happen by accident. That is friends, great friends doing great things for God together. The power of friendship. I love what it says in Proverbs 27 verse 9. It says in the Passion Translation, Sweet friendships refresh the soul and awaken our hearts with joy. For good friends are like the anointing oil that yields the fragrant incense of God's presence. Good friends, they bring the presence of God into our life. Good friends, they bring strength to our life. Good friends, they help us to have support and love during the highs and lows of life. Yeah, you can do life alone, but life really won't be the fulfillment of all it's meant to be because we are meant to be doing life in community. 
And that's why even at a time like this, I think it's so important. We pick up the phone, we connect with one another, we stay in touch with our connect groups, we, we, we reach out, we call people, we connect with people because that's what friends do. And we're not just attenders that come to a church. We're a community, we're the family of God. We are friends together. And if we want to strengthen our home, I think it's really important that we have strong friendships. Stronger friendships will contribute to a happier, healthier life in every way. Sometimes I think we underestimate the value of good friends in our life. And so I just want to give four biblical principles when it comes to friendship this morning. And then I'm going to invite Tim Campbell to come and join me. And we're, he's one of my great friends. And we're going to have a, a good conversation about friendship, some of the highs and lows of friendship, and uh, just have a bit of a conversation together, which will be great. And so the first one this morning is this. The first biblical principle is this. Number one, choose your friends wisely. It says in Proverbs 12, 26, the righteous choose their friends carefully. But the way of the wicked leads them astray. The way of the wicked leads them astray, but the righteous choose their friends carefully. See, I think choosing our friends is one of the most underrated things that we do. Really, when I look at my life and I think about the experiences and the seasons of my life, Honestly, I can see the kind of friends that I had in every season, by the behavior, by the actions, by the direction that my life went. And uh, the truth is that our friends do have a huge impact in the life that we live and the future that we have. And so both positive and negative, I've experienced the impact of having the wrong friends in my life and leading myself down pathways and areas that perhaps I shouldn't go at times and then being around good friends that have helped be able to build my life and strengthen my life and help my faith move forward. I think for all of us, we need to think carefully about the people that we allow to come into our world and because of the importance of what those relationships do. I love what Jim Rohn says. He says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Can you think about that? Some of you at home are thinking right now about the top five people that you spend time with. And uh, I think we can think about both the positive and the negative impacts that they can have on our life. But really, I want to be somebody that is understanding the value of the people that I'm around, the influence that they have on me and the influence that I have on them. Craig Rochelle says it this way, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And so really our friends do have a big impact in our future and the way that we live our life. It says in the Bible, walk with the wise and become wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. And so we know the impact that friends can have on our lives, but we need to make the decision to be careful in choosing our friends. Who do we allow to come close? Who do we allow to be uh, part of our life and part of our community? Because I think for all of us, when it comes to contributing and it comes to being the best person that we can be, we need to make sure we've got the right people around us. And people aren't perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt one another. We're going to let each other down. But I think choosing carefully our friends is going to help guide our future, is going to help us become the people that we're meant to be in Jesus' name. The second thing that I see in the Bible when it talks about principles, about being a, a good friend or understanding friendship well, is number two, love your friends loyally. Love your friends loyally. It says in Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. A friend loves at all times. I love that thought because friends are loyal. 
Friends stick by you through the good times and the bad times. Friends are there in every season. I remember a really difficult time in my life after my dad passed away. I had a great friend by the name of Conrad Jackson, and uh, he, he just stood by me through that time. And I remember a comment that he said to me so clearly at my dad's funeral. He said, Ben, I want you to know that I am with you, not just today on this bad day, but I'm with you tomorrow, I'm with you next week, and I'm with you in the weeks, months, years ahead. And I want you to know whenever you need someone, I will be there. And who knows that that friendship wasn't just dependent on a moment, that friendship was a commitment throughout a life. And I think about the power of good friends, godly friends that get around us and say, you know what, I'm with you and I'm loyal to you no matter what your behavior, no matter what you do, no matter the season that you go through, I'm going to stick by you. Something so powerful about friends that are just loyal that love you no matter what, that, that say, no, that's not true when people say bad things about you and then come and ask you. Say, did you do that? There's something so beautiful about someone that just stays loyal and that they just look after you in every season. And I think about that. It says in Proverbs 17, 9, whoever would foster love covers over an, off- over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Talks about there about a covering when it comes to friendship. We're all going to make mistakes. We're going to let each other down. But when we just continue to put love as a cover over people's weaknesses and failures and care for them, it's actually amazing how friendships are built and forged and community is strengthened through times like that. Thirdly, this morning, friends, understanding the power of friendship is that we need to appreciate the value friends bring to our life. Appreciate the value friends bring to our life. I love it says in Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. The value of friendships. Really, sometimes I think we can under-evaluate our friends. We can think about our friends and we can take them for granted, to be honest. We can forget the value and the strength they bring to our life, the happiness, the support that our friends actually bring to our life. You know, I had someone that once said to me, oh, I don't need friends. I don't need friends. I just do my own thing. I just do life. And I think that's, that's so sad because the truth is we all need friends. It doesn't matter whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, whether you're a feeler, thinker, doer, whatever you are. We're all designed to have friends. We're all designed to do life in community. And maybe you might have a few close friends or maybe you might be someone that has many friends, but we are all designed to have friends. And so I think trying to do life alone, you're not going to be able to achieve as much. You're not going to be able to uh, see the same success if you're just doing life alone. The truth is we're meant to do it in community. We're stronger together. We're better together. Church family is better together. As we understand we're doing life together, we're looking out for one another, we're understanding the value that each person person brings and the success of your life is not just dependent upon yourself. It's dependent upon your friends. It's dependent upon every person that contributes to it. Anybody that's ever done anything great did something great because they had great support and strength around them. They just didn't do it alone. 
They might be the person on the podium at the Olympics with the gold medal around their neck, but they had a family. They had friends. They had people that supported them through the tough times. They had someone that picked them up and took them to to training and got them prepared for that. Every person plays a part in your success. And I think for all of us, we should not underestimate the value of friends and the strength that friends bring to our life. I think about the value of connect groups. Connect groups aren't just Bible study groups, they're friendship groups. They're a chance to be able to do life together as friends, loving one another, caring for each other through every season of life. And so don't underestimate the value of the people in your world. And if you're not in a connect group, here's a great opportunity for me to remind you that connect groups are going to add value to your life. They're actually going to strengthen your life. They're going to help you work out the purpose of God in your life. And so don't miss out in being part of a friendship Bible study connect group. It's going to help you in every single way. And fourth and finally this morning, understanding the value and the principles of friendship that uh, being a friend or be a friend that adds value to others. Be a friend that adds value to others. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So we all want friends, but can I ask you this morning, are you being a friend? We all want more friends. We want people to love us and care about us. But the truth is you attract friends by being a great friend to others, by loving other people well, by supporting others, by being selfless, by caring about others more than yourself. It actually is a magnet. You actually bring in relationships into your life. You know the negative person that seems to just despise people? They don't have a lot of friends because people don't want to be around that. But when we have this kind of uh, attitude where we want to love people well, when we value people, when we care for others, it's amazing how that brings friends into our life. When we think about others first rather than ourselves, it actually attracts others. Think about the value of your friends. Think about how you can bring value to others. Not just about what people can bring to you, but what can you bring to others? Getting up every day thinking, hey, I want to add value to people today. I want to love people well. I want to do the best by others. I want to care for others. See, good friends are not selfish. Good friends think about others first. Good friends think about how I can bring an encouragement to you. Good friends are thinking about, hey, how can I bring out the best in you? Friends, that's what we do. We do that for one another. Friends, we do that for one another when it comes to a church family, church community, when it comes to those we work with and, and, and the people that we interact with. Let's be people that are friend makers. You know, one of the great ways to win people for Jesus is to become their friend. And I think we can make it so complicated, but what if it just started with friendship? What if discipleship and discipling someone started with friendship? Kind of like how Jesus called his disciples. He brought them into his world. He made them his friends. And along the way somewhere, they come to know Jesus. Along the way somewhere, they come to work out who Jesus was. Along the way somewhere, they started to be transformed. But I just think the value and the power of just saying, you know what? I want to make friends. One of the greatest way to impact people is to be a friend. To be a friend to people. It's amazing the kind of influence that comes up as you just can continue to contribute and be a friend to those that are around you. So choose your friends carefully. Love your friends loyally. Appreciate the value friends bring to your life and be a friend that adds value to others.
So right now, I want to invite Tim Campbell. He's going to come and join me up on the hot seat this morning. And we're going to talk a little bit about friendship. And Tim's one of my great friends. And I think about our staff. We are really just great friends doing great things for God together. And uh, we, yeah, we all work together. We all have different roles and different things that we do. But I really think at, the, at our core, we really just do love each other and we're friends. And so, Timmy, I thought hey. we'd have a conversation about friendship. Come on, bro. You've got a great friend sitting next to you here, don't you? <laughs> One of the finest. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, friendship is, is fun. We've had our highs and lows over the years, haven't yep. we, Timmy? Yep, absolutely. Like every good friendship. <laughs> That's right. We have our moments and just like anybody else. But I'll tell you what, we have a lot of fun together, don't yeah, we? we do. We do. And absolutely. A lot of laughing over the years, a lot of times where... Where we just go through things together. And I think even ministry would be so lonely if you didn't have friends. Oh, totally, mate. And I think one of, the, one of the lies that's out there, even in ministry, just off the topic a little bit here, is, you know, people say, oh, you get into ministry and, you know, when you're a leader, you've got no friends. Yeah. You're on your own. You know, you're, it's lonely. You're on your own. You've got no friends. And I think, well, I think that's pretty sad. Absolutely. Because yeah, I really think sad. we're actually all made to have friends, whether you're a leader or not. And yeah, there's yeah. different elements and things that you, you bring and contribute. And I think as long as we all honour that in each other, I think we can be friends. Oh, totally. I think that's a, it's a liar. And I think it's the devil too when he, when he tries to isolate. And that's one of his. Yeah. That's one of the ways the devil works in um, in circumstances. He tries to isolate you. We're in ISO right now, right? And I think that's the challenge, and that's why they talk about mental health and things in isolation because we're not designed to be by ourselves. We're not designed Absolutely. to live our lives without friends and without family and being around other people. Some people might argue that all the introverts that are like, "I love our lockdown. It's so good. I can be by myself. No one to annoy me." But generally, we're meant to be in community together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a place in community even for you introverts. Absolutely. We love you. We won't hug you. We'll give you your space, but we still love you, but we still want to connect with you. And so um, that's good. So, Timmy, why are friendships important to you? Um, they're important to me because, like I just said, I don't want to live my life alone. I don't want to be in isolation. Like One thing is um, my marriage to Ali in my relationship with God, they're both super important. But they're not the only way to feel connected in this life. We can have yeah. close friends that are there with us, someone to talk to, someone to like download on and just say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. How can we do this? Or like you were saying, have a laugh. I think the best medicine is a laugh and having a good laugh together. And so that's where, you know, Benny and I, we have a good laugh yeah. and laugh about something for, for a while. And, and it's, it's healthy, I think, to, to be like that. So that's what I value in a friendship is someone who's just there to chat to go to and to just say, hey, I'm struggling or, hey, I'm doing really well. Let's laugh about something or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the thing. Friends, they look after your best interests. Yeah. And um, that's one of the things I really appreciate about you, Tim. You know, I think about 12 months ago, you could see there was um, a few weeks there that I was really, I was stressed. There was stuff yeah. going on. There was, it was just a bit of a stressful time. And you said, Benny... We're going away and we're going to go on a golf trip. And we just went away. We caught up with Kevin Brett and yeah. we just went and played golf together and we had a laugh. And it was just like I just needed a release. Yeah. I needed an yeah. outlet outside of um, some stressful environments. And uh, I think that's what a good friend does. Yeah, yeah. They bring that. And so I value that and I thank you for that. Do you want to go on another one? Let's go on another one <laughs> in lockdown. Are you going to do that in lockdown? No, Can we do that? shut the golf uh, courses. But golf we can go for a run. We can go for a run. Really? Exercise. What about motorbike rides? Are they banned? If it's essential, which that could be essential, right? Essential trip? 
Does anybody need a pastoral care visit? Yeah, a pastoral care trip on I a motorbike. I can come, around, come along on the <laughs> in a group. That sounds good to me. Well, it's kind of like you're isolated. You've got your helmet on. That's right. So you're by yourself. 100%. Anyway, so why? what are some important values you look for in a friend, Timmy? I think what you spoke about, Benny, like um, just that loyalty is is important. Like, you know, I, I remember having friends at school and stuff and they'd be like, they'd be your friend to your face. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, hey, such and such said this about you. And such and I'm like, that meant to be my friend. And look, we've all been <laughs> guilty of that, right? But I think that's for me something that is really valuable when someone sticks up for you. When someone's like, no, actually, they're, they're not perfect, but I'm going to have their back. And I think that's, yeah. that's what I really value in a friend um, who's, who's like that. And then you, then you can trust them. And you can share more with them because you know they're not, they're not going to run away and blab about something you've shared with them or whatever. So I think that's important, really important. Absolutely. I, I love that there's this um, discourse that takes place in the Gospels where um, someone accuses Jesus of not paying uh, to, to Caesar the amount of his taxes that are owed. And so they come up to Peter and say, oh, Jesus, who you follow, he doesn't pay his taxes. And Peter goes, yes, he does. <laughs> And then he goes back and there's a discourse and he goes back to Jesus and says, Jesus, do you pay your taxes? <laughs> and he's trying to work it out. But his yeah. first initial thing was to defend. Yeah. And I think that's what friends do. They, they're loyal and they defend one another. And, yeah. and I love that about friendship. Yeah, totally. And so what are some ways that you can build a friendship, Timmy? Yeah, I, I think for me it's, um, it's time. It's just like any good relationship. It's built on time and effort and it's on, your, it's on you to do that. Um, you know, so many people say, oh, I don't have friends, or I don't have this. I always say, what are you doing about that? Like it's something, something that's like you've got to put yourself out there to be a friend um, and then yeah. that, that's what, how I think it, it works healthily anyway. And not like imposing on somebody but just having the confidence and to step out and say, hey, let's hang out or hey, can we go to the movies or can we go to have dinner together? And just being confident enough to do that I think is really important. Um, that's and that's how you build it. It's built on time and being together and, and that trust that we talk about with loyalty. Yeah. That's where a good friendship is built and it's built over time. Um, you don't yeah. just meet a good friend and be like, hey, you're my best friend now. I can tell you everything. <laughs> it normally doesn't happen like that. It's built over time. And uh, I think that's a, a key. And if you struggle with putting yourself out there, pray. Pray to God for like the, the, um, just some confidence to come upon your life where you can step out and be more like that. Yeah, that's good. I think not underestimating the power of prayer to pray for people to come into your world and yeah. to be able to connect and, and really be able to do that. And I remember the transition from coming, moving from Singleton in the Hunter Valley to the Blue Mountains. And uh, you had, I had friendships that were established. I'd grown up there and then I moved to the Blue Mountains and you move to a place and everyone else has got their shared stories. Yeah. They grew up together. Yeah. They've done years of life together. They're like, oh, I remember when we did this seven years ago. And you're like, yeah, no, I don't because <laughs> I wasn't here. Yeah. And, and I think there's the truth there that friendships, they take time. Absolutely. People are loving and they're caring. They want to connect. I think this is one of the most genuinely family-orientated, um, fun-loving, connected churches that you could ever be part of. But it does take time to build those friendships. It doesn't just happen in a moment yep. because friendships are forged on shared experience and 100%. doing life together. and They don't happen by accident. Yeah. Friendships are built. Yep. And so I think that's important. So, to me, how do you deal with conflict in a friendship. <laughs> Let's a, talk about good, it. This is a good one. This is a good one. This is a spicy one. <laughs> no, um, I think it's important to, like every single relationship on this planet is going to go through conflict. Whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship with your kids, 
Every single relationship on this earth is going to go through conflict. If it doesn't, God bless you. It's awesome. Tell us how you do that. But uh, uh, generally, it's, it's going to happen. And I think it's one is not being too selfish and also knowing that you're not perfect either. So there's things that I sometimes you get frustrated with and then you've got to remind yourself, well, hang on a sec, I ain't perfect either. And I probably do something that annoys them. And when you start thinking like that, you start backing down a lot with your opinions and you go, well, I'm right, like that. You start backing down a bit when you think, hang on, I'm not perfect either. Yeah. And then you can have grace for somebody else. I think that's how you can start with dealing with it is knowing that you're not perfect so you don't come in swinging. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you did this, you did that, you don't care about me. Like that, sometimes we feel like that. But it's good to have a step back. I like praying about it and saying, God, give me, a, give me insight into this situation. Like, help me say who's right here. Mm. And so not, you know, that you, you, you have to be right, but just say, can you see any faults in me that I can change first? Mm. And I always like come back to that scripture where don't let the sun go down on your anger. I think it's Ephesians 4 where it says that. Um, and so deal with it quickly. Don't let it linger. I've been in friendships where it's lingered and it's awkward. Right, you see that person, you're like, run. <laughs> or they run away from you and it's like, oh, this is just awkward. <laughs> I, I like dealing with it straight away. Yeah. Get on the phone, say, let's go and hang out. I like dealing with it, getting it resolved um, and not letting it linger. I think that's how I um, have tried to resolve conflict. And like I said, no one's perfect at it. But it's just trying to not let the sun go down, deal with it. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all see faults in others. I can see faults in Benny and he can see faults in me, right? And we've all got faults. And so that's important that we just have grace for each other as well. And just, we're all going to get frustrated, but just letting it, hey, okay, take a step back, (laughs) take a breather, and then just talk about it. I think that's really important. It's true. It's so true. I think that's a big key is communication, you know, like, and we all have it. We we saw the faults in each other this week, didn't we? You know, we had some moments there where we we apologized to each other. And and I think things happen and you just got to communicate. We're not perfect. No one's perfect. We're going to have conflict. That's what happens in family. That's what happens in friendship. If you think you're never going to have conflict, you are kidding yourself. (laughs) And if you want to have a good friend then you need to understand that that's going to be part of being a good friend yep. is resolving that conflict. Because if you just have conflict with someone, then move on to the next, then move on to the next, you're not yep. going to build long-term friends. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's a really important thing to communicate, to go direct to the person, to have the conversation, to see that friendship be a win. Yep. And so, Timmy, how can friendships help build your future? Uh, I think it's what you said in your message, Benny, and that's um, choosing wisely good friends and they help you, they see potential in you. And I think that's where ben, one of Ben's gifts is that's really, um, is really awesome on Benny's life is that he sees the best in you and he wants to see that come to fruition. And um, not like that Aussie thing of the tall poppy syndrome where if it doesn't make me get higher up, I don't want to elevate, right? Like if it doesn't make me better, I don't want to see them get you better. Like that jealousy thing. Um, I think in friendship, it's important to try, like to see the best in others. I've had friends where you can sense they get jealous and they're like, oh, but you're doing pretty good, aren't you? Like your house is nice or your car's nice. And you hear all these little comments and that jealousy kicks in. And I, I think that's not healthy. And it's, um, and it's important to just, just be like friends that are like, see the best in your friend. Yeah, and if they so do good. better than you, great. If they're going to get a better job, a higher paid job, that's awesome. That's a gift on their life. And um, it doesn't mean that you're diminished. And that in some ways, if you can be like that, you get lifted up as well. Because yeah. I think that's what God blesses when you can be like that.
I love that. You know, you want to see the best in your friends. You know, there's things and there's gifting that, Tim, you've got in your life that I don't have. I think about your business. I think about the way you worship lead. I think about the prophetic edge to your life and the gifting that you have. And I think when I see that flourish and when I encourage that and when we, we, we see that, I benefit from that. Everyone else around us benefits from that. When we all bring our unique flavors to the table, there's such strength that's there. And I want to encourage you to find friends that are going to be a friend of your future. People that are going to help you build your faith and become all that you're meant to be, that are going to bring life to you and encouragement. And you know what? We're all better together. And we need friends that are going to do life with us together in every single season. And so, Tim, would you pray for us? Would you pray for our church, that we just grow stronger in friendships, that we'd have healthy, strong friendships, and our home would be strengthened because we have healthy friendships in our life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Father, for good friends. We thank you, God, that it's such a blessing to not do this life alone. Lord, we pray that if someone's struggling today with finding good friends, Lord, I pray for the confidence to step out. God, I pray for supernatural people to come into their lives. Where they can, where miracles, where this week even someone will meet somebody and go, hey, let's hang out and start building great friendships. We pray for that in the name of Jesus. We pray for people who feel alone right now. God, we pray for, for you to come and intervene and we to understand that you are our greatest friend first. Before we have human friends on this earth, we thank you that you are our greatest friend. And so, Lord, st- we want to stick by you and, Lord, we want to worship you with everything we have. We thank you for good friends in our lives. We pray for blessing. We pray for jealousy to go away. God, we pray for comparison to not be there. Lord, we can help uplift each other and see the best in each other. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, church, thank you for joining us today. And I just want to encourage you, reach out to us. If you need to connect, if you want to talk to someone, if you want to join a connect group, if you are struggling this week, reach out to, to us, to our pastoral team, to our people care team. We want to connect and support you. These next two weeks, you're not doing it alone. You're doing it together in a big family, hundreds of people doing life together, caring for one another. And so just don't suffer alone. Know that we're here. Know that you've got people that love you and that can connect with you and and particularly just support you through a, a really challenging time. And so we love you so much, church. And obviously next Sunday is going to be church online as well. And so I'd love you to join us then next Sunday, 9.30. But in, in every way, this week, make sure you're doing life with people, staying connected, loving one another, not just doing church, but being the church in Jesus' name. So thanks again for joining us today, church. Be blessed. Have an incredible week. And we will catch up with you very, very soon.